0: Welcome to People Power Politics. I'm Nick Sons. Uh This is uh, the second episode, and uh, today we have to discuss Wisconsin and uh, the, uh, the primary that's going to take place there today. Uh, if you reside in Wisconsin, uh, I would encourage you to get out there and uh, cast your ballot. Um, make sure that you take certain precautions to protect yourself and those around you due to uh, coronavirus, which also is something else that we need to, uh, you know, continue to discuss. But anyways, let's just dive right on into Wisconsin. So yesterday it was um, announced that the uh, governor of Wisconsin, Tony Evers, had uh, attempted to move the, uh, the, the date of their primary back. That failed. And then he... Um, also attempted to extend absentee voting that also failed. Um, and it failed based upon a five to four decision at the, uh, United States Supreme court. And, and, you know, really folks, what this, what this shows us is it's a prime example. It's a prime example of what would have happened had the tables had turned in 2016. And we elected, uh, hillary clinton as the uh president because we would have uh gotten not only the one supreme court pick we would have also gotten two and we would have changed the uh the the supreme court going forward it would have been a liberal majority and not a conservative majority we, so you know that that also leads to some other some other concerns and some other problems that we will have to eventually address. Um, number one, should we should we be fighting to expand the Supreme Court? Number two, what do you do about activist judges who refuse to interpret the Constitution uh, narrowly, and how they more or less? wanted to interpret it during their Senate hearings their Senate confirmation hearings. So, you know, those, those are two, two substantial things that we need to uh, deal with. And, you know, the, the, the one um, justice on the Supreme court, you know, I, I, I would think that I'd be failing a lot of folks if I did not mention with Mr. Kavanaugh, you know, you've still got the, uh, you know we we've still got to hopefully um, whenever you know we inaugurate a, a different president in November and we actually get a attorney general who's worth a damn, um, we will finally start to look into and take seriously the sexual assault allegations against uh Brett Kavanaugh. And, um, you know, there there hopefully will be an investigation into those allegations for once and for all, since the Senate refused to do its damn job in the vetting process. And, you know, continuing on, you know, with Wisconsin, we also have to discuss the issues surrounding, you know, coronavirus and them, you know, proceeding with their vote. Because a lot of people, you know, in. I know, for example, here in Pennsylvania, we've pushed back our primary um, to you know june to June second so our primary now. Um, I know in other states they were successful in pushing back their primaries as well so it's it's only in certain states where you know you and I know here in p a we have a Republican majority instead of the House and the Senate in our in our state legislature, but I guess um in Wisconsin they also you know have a republican majorities in their state legislatures and so i guess they came in and overruled the governor and so now they they are you know forced to vote today and you know it it's it also you know needs to be mentioned here that if you take a look at the long game and the supreme court we cannot we cannot uh we cannot fail to take into account what happened to Al Gore in 2000. Um, and, and really what that was, was in 2000, they more or less decided that, um, you know, the, the Florida recount could not uh, be finished. And so they awarded, they unilaterally awarded the state of Florida and its electoral votes to George W. Bush, and George W Bush was, you know, obviously became the president. And I think that really it's something that we must consider is the Supreme Court gearing up to more or less if they'd need to award the dictator in waiting a second term. And and you know the the long game for that uh, You know, I'm, I'm not going to go that route, but the part of part of the long game for Republicans has always been let's attempt to, you know, more or less, let's attempt to get people to stop voting, to stop believing that their votes will do anything. And there's always been, to an extent, the Republican long game. Um, And, you know, I mean, the president of the United States, Mr. Trump, recently came on out and said, well, yeah, if everybody voted, we wouldn't, you know, something along the lines of, well, everybody can't vote because we'd lose. So Donald Trump himself is even admitting that if everybody were to cast their ballot in November, that the Republican Party would be out of power. And you know I think I think that you know that really kind of says something about where we are in America. You know I I don't want to I don't want to you know sit here and claim you know that really you know everybody had 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 the ability and the access to cast a vote because that that would be just a a total lie. Um you know we we continually we continually uh, disenfranchise certain Communities in certain segments of society. Um, for example, if you don't have a permanent address, good luck voting, and you know things of that nature. Um, in certain states, they still have voter ID laws. I know here in PA, uh, they they attempted to pass voter ID, and um, in fact, it was passed, and it was signed by our previous governor. And the Pennsylvania Supreme Court stepped in and said, no, no, no. And so, you know, we we were one of the fortunate states where we don't have voter ID anymore. Um, We did. We did, I think, briefly. But then again, I, I don't believe that it ever went into effect inside of the state of Pennsylvania. So, you know, I mean, voter ID is just another way where, you know, they can, you know, do the 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 con game which is, you know, something that Mr. Trump and his allies know about. And then, you know, if if you take a look at, you know, the whole response to coronavirus and the whole response to COVID-19, it's crystal clear, folks, that this president hasn't got a damn clue when it comes to how to respond to a global pandemic or any sort of, you know, any sort of national crisis. I mean, this, look, the, the Surgeon General coming on out and saying that this right here was going to be, that this week was going to be the Pearl Harbor 9-11 moment. Um, here's the thing. 9-11 and Pearl Harbor were things that no one saw coming. This administration was literally handed a playbook on how to deal with a pandemic of this nature. This administration chose to do nothing. This administration was literally given the opportunity to be briefed by the previous administration. In fact, I believe that they were briefed by the previous administration. This administration chose not to listen. If you take a look at anything that's occurred during Donald Trump's reign of terror and his reign of error, what you will notice is a presidency that refuses to take any sort of blame whatsoever. It's never his fault. It's never his problem. It's always someone else's fault. In politics, if you can't handle the, the, the heat, get the hell out of the kitchen. And Mr. Trump, on account that you can't handle the heat, get the hell out of the kitchen. I'm sure Russia will grant you immunity for the crimes that you've committed. Maybe you need to be in discussion with them about some sort of uh, 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 opportunity for you Come, come your post-electoral come your post political career because i'm i'm sure i'm sure that that's probably going to be what you're going to attempt to do when millions upon millions of americans reject you in november is you know i i think you know i know from looking at history with richard nixon nixon built himself a uh uh home that resembled the white house i think with donald trump I don't think he's going to necessarily build himself a home that resembles the White House. I think he's more or less going to move out of the nation because I don't think he'll be able to deal with the defeat. One of the other things that we need to you know be thinking about is what happens— When this thing returns When when coronavirus returns And it, you know, I mean They're they're saying that they're not sure it's going to return They don't really know if it'll return But I think that we have to On on account that we are Doing certain We are taking certain actions Right now uh, To protect ourselves And to protect those on around us I think that we have to have a clear mind about what's necessary if it returns whether that's you know issuing stay at home orders sooner than what they were issued or you know I mean there's you know the ramp up to the vaccines and hopefully you know those those vaccines will be uh, readily available soon um, one, one of the other things too, but I do want to mention is the United Kingdom's prime minister, Boris Johnson was, uh, sent, uh, well, not sent, was admitted to the intensive care unit, um, due to his symptoms. Obviously I hope that Mr. Johnson recovers. Uh, however, I do, I do wish to say this, um, COVID-19 does not care about one's income, it does not care about one's race, one's nationality, one's sex. Um so I think I think really that that you know as I explained on the previous podcast we are in a moment where we are facing a pandemic, we are facing a crisis when it comes to unemployment numbers, a crisis when it comes to um you know, certain things going on in the nation. Uh, on nickzones.com, I have a story up about Wisconsin today. The The Wisconsin story was not going to be the story that I was gonna publish today. Uh, you know, obviously because Wisconsin's primary is today because the Supreme Court has denied them the ability to extend absentee voting, the Wisconsin story had to go up today. Uh, really, what I was focused on and and what I was working on before the Wisconsin thing came about was a story about the future of work and um, things of that nature i I hope to post that sometime this week uh you know i 'm still somewhat working on it i 'm still pondering what I want to say and things of that nature but what what I do wish to say right now is. Whenever you're dealing with coronavirus, it does not care what one's age is. It does not care what one's income is. It does not care what one's nationality is. It does not care what one's sex is. And we have a moment for we in in the time of darkness. We have and we have an opportunity for greatness and i think right now out of this darkness we could be pushing for certain things whether it's you know universal healthcare for every single american or it's you know a universal minimum income for every single american um there are things that we should be fighting for today right now more than ever in this country and you know I know I'm going to be called a cynic but it still stands true you never in politics you never let a crisis go to waste right now we are living through a crisis we should absolutely day in and day out every single day be pushing Mitch McConnell Mr. Trump and the rest of the Republican Party, we should be pushing them day in and day out to uh, go on record as saying that in the midst of a global crisis, in a midst of rising unemployment, rising people losing their insurance, they don't deserve insurance. We should be pushing the Republican Party to go on record as saying that they do not support universal health care Every single day we should be pushing the Republican Party to go on record as saying that they do not want to expand unemployment coverage or or unemployment compensation, that they do not want to see a minimum income, uh, which which is the way that it appears that many are going, including Spain this week has come on out and said that they are pursuing a policy position of a universal income amidst this global pandemic. There are certain things that we should be fighting for today, now, more than ever in America, and we are not. We are missing the moment. We are squandering the opportunity, and we need to get out there. We need to fight for these things because today is the moment. Today, today we have the opportunity to rise to the, to the, to, to the level of greatness, which is, which is upon us. And we are not doing that. And I think right there's a great, uh, a great stopping point. Um, you, know, I, you know, I just, I think that, you know, really right now, you know, we're in the midst of a economic crisis. We're in the midst of a global pandemic. And, and we really need to be out there fighting for certain things, including... Uh, you know, universal healthcare access for every single American, universal uh uh, you know, a universal income for every single American regardless of social security, uh uh number etc. Certain things like that that can actually help the vast majority because, as I've stated numerous times, the return to normalcy is just not going to do it. I'm Nick Sones. This has been People Power Politics you can find me on twitter at nicksones you can uh, uh, you know visit the website read my work nicksones.com until next time let's get out there let's fight